the future of estate and letting agency franchising. Today, I'm joined by Damon Bullimore and John Cook from the Nurture Group. You would actually know them better. The Nurture Group, Fine and Country, uh, The Guild, Starbury, Breaker Market, and other amazing firms. Um, you don't mind me saying, franchising, see, we're, in, we're filming this in May 2023. Um, throughout the 2000s, we had the likes of Martin & Co, Northwood, and Belvoir. And basically, there was a, a, a huge growth in franchising. And then almost up until about five years ago, franchising kind of stopped. You know, they, they, their growth was curtailed because it was hard work to start a, a cold start estate agency and especially a cold start letting, lettings agency. But now we've had LSL, which, I mean, you used to be big in the game at LSL and used to run their LSLI uh, operation. F franchising seems to be flavor of the month, you know, with LSL basically selling off all their franchise, you know, into franchises. Why do you think that's happening, John? Talk to me. Well, I think, um, so yeah, it's quite an interesting point. There are now at least three or three or four quite big franchise organisations, aren't there? You've yeah. got TPFG, you've got Belvoir, you've got LSL, Whitworths. Um, our own business supplies franchise licensing services to, to Fine and Country and, 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 and the likes of the Guild, which are, are, are smaller businesses. So I think that the reality of it is it's quite hard to run a business in, a, in this sector. And, you know, it's not easy. Uh, and one of the advantages of being part of a franchise operation, obviously, is that you get the support of other people thinking about things like marketing and particularly technology, which I'll hand over to Damon in a minute. So you can see it sort of moving that way. You've then got the likes of EXP coming yeah, in. Because well, that's almost like the new franchise, which is the, the self-employed model, which yes. again is another rabbit hole we could go down. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's a, a pseudo franchise, really, in terms of a revenue share, really, more than anything else. Uh, 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 so there are a number of operations coming out now where you can work say for yourself under another umbrella and that's because it is quite hard to start from scratch um obviously with a franchise you tend to get an established brand that you could use as well that should has some history and drive you leads but i think um from a supplier to the industry's perspective um the ability to supply the services is easier and more cost effective and therefore the take doesn't have to be quite so high to allow the agent to be able to earn more of the commission but how would you feel as an estate agent having to write a check for you know you've got a hundred thousand i know some some franchises are turning over a hundred thousand pounds and they're having to write checks for ten thousand pounds every month that, that's a lot of money to walk out the door that could almost be half your profit do you think franchises offer good value for money I, I can't comment on, the, on each individual franchise. I can just say that I can understand why uh, agents would become part of franchise organisations because of the service levels that, and the particularly from a tech compliance etc. point of view. Our own organisation, the Guild, supplies over 800 independent estate agents with that sort of back office infrastructure, not a franchise as such, but we're supporting them with compliance, technology, uh, marketing. Uh, you are almost a franchise without a name across the door. It's their name, not our name. We're just supplying services to, 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 to help them be successful in their own marketplace. And then the final country, which is part of the nurture, is almost going, not the other way, but now adding a nice brand with the black and the gold. 
Yes, which is a licensing model again, which helps people because transact. Licensing franchising, it's just a kind of, it's just, I know it's a legal term, but in essence, it's the same thing, isn't it? Very similar. Yeah. Why do you think LSL, you know, that was an awful lot of branches to go in one go? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the uh, LSL are, are a business that clearly has many arms, uh, and one of the biggest growth of the business is its financial services arm. Uh, and that clearly is a focus for them going forward. Damon, I'm conscious I have not asked you yet. Um, what's your thoughts on all this? Um, I think franchises are powerful. They're, if they're done well, I think it's a, a great way of keeping governance and opportunities while keeping entrepreneurial focus. Um, and, you know, that's always the comment about local agents. I think a real life example of that is where um, in Nurture, for finding country, we've just launched something called an automated referral system. So that's where we automatically refer properties that are out of area to other finding country agents. And going back to your comment about, you know, about having a hundred thousand pounds and writing a check for 10,000, you can't forget that without maybe the power of a franchise, you might only be turning 50,000 pounds over and therefore your net gain is, is greater than you think. So, um, there's power in franchises, definitely. Uh, thank you for your insight today, gentlemen. Thanks. Chris. Thanks, Chris.